ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's slightly out of breath because it had the clever idea of maybe it could go to the bathroom while Owen was having internet problems, but no! That's the thing about live shows, you gotta be ready to go on an instant. You gotta but, have internet that's not bad, how about? I fixed it, but John... Well, okay then. Catch your breath while I tell people that we are here to talk about WWE, which means we're talking Raw, we're talking SmackDown Live, we're not talking about 205 Live, that show's garbage. We're talking about NXT, though, a bit about the Mae Young Classic, and um, next week SmackDown's kind of a pay-per-view, that's cool. We also are going to talk about some Global Force Wrestling, sadly. Nope. No, we're not. Ah, sure we are. Maybe. I'm Owen, joined as always by John. Joined as always by everybody out there on the internet. Isn't that cool? It's not cool. We are streaming live over Mixler.com slash Zonecast. Sometimes you have to enunciate, folks. We're also streaming over at Twitch.tv slash OzoneOnline. We are monitoring our chats there and our Twitter at The Heel Turn. So send us your questions and your comments and we will get to them as we deem fit. Owen? Yo. I... We should do a short episode, because I hear that you're very sleepy. Uh, every time we say we're going to do a short episode, it ends up being two hours long. So. I know, that's why I'm saying it right now. We're going to do, do a long episode, which means we're going to do a short one. See? A long walk off a short pier? Just tell me about Destiny 2, come on. Oh, you want to hear about Destiny 2, the game that came out this week? I mean, it's the thing that I know you're going to talk about, so I might as well just head you off at the pass. Hey, John. What? Do you remember Destiny? Yes. What if they made another Destiny, but all of the, like, mechanics made sense? All the inventory stuff was actually, like, really well implemented? Uh, there are actual characters in it that you constantly interact with and have enjoy interacting with? What about the uh, actual, like, story? Uh, the missions are laid out real nicely. The graphics look better. Is the menu still based around holding down a button to select things? I mean, of course. Uh, it's Destiny. It's still Destiny. Uh, it shoots like Destiny. You, you got I did cool like, outfits. I did enjoy elements of Destiny, just not that element. The shooting? No, the, the, the menu. The menu's better now. You still have to hold the stuff, but it actually like makes sense, and the numbers, they explain what the numbers mean. It's not, oh, it's just light. Like, no, this is your power. This is okay, the average well, good. of the stuff you have. This is how strong you are. Does light still exist? Not as not like that. It's, Thank God. It's, it's a uh, component of the story. Fuck but light. A light level is not the thing. It's power now. Fuck light. Power and it's your actual level. Good. I'm it's, glad. It's it's really good. You you should check me out uh, streaming Destiny at some point. It's a lot of fun. I'm having a good time. Also, I was up real late last night streaming it, and now I'm super tired and ruined my entire day. Well, how about that? But it was worth it. The game's great. Highly recommend it. Get, get it on PS4. That's where the content is. Well, yeah. But don't go, oh, it's uncapped frame rates in 4K on the computer. It's like, yeah, but... And also, it comes out in two months. Yeah, also, in, well, one month. The end of next month. Yeah, it's still almost two months. Almost. Yeah, and it's, uh... Closer to two months than one month, I'd say. 
also it's linked up to Battle.net. I mean, I do already have a Battle.net account, so... Yeah. Just scan on PS4. It's, it's good game. Of course I'm going to get it on PS4. I want to play with a controller. Bungie makes controller games. You know what, you know what the best part about the game is? What? At the beginning of the the thing, when you like start start loading in for the first time, it gives you your legacy, which are all these like drawings of like all the past like Keystone uh, missions that you did in Destiny One, and like says, "Oh, this is when you did this thing," and then it shows your crew of who you were with when you did it, huh. and the date that you did it. That's kind of cool. Like, here's when I beat the this the normal campaign. Here's when I beat the first raid. Here's when I beat. The first expansion here's that is I- actually a very smart way to implement continuity for a game that has absolutely no continuity with destiny one whatsoever mm-hmm. but that's yeah. very clever of them but yeah they, they straight up like i'm I go, oh shit that's when that's when i did with that crew it's awesome and then that's cool all, and then also all my characters from destiny one ported over what so does I'm, that mean so i'm when I load into the game, it says, do you want to play as that hunter you were playing as? Or would you like to play as that warlock you were playing as? And they carry over into Destiny 2. But how? Their look and their class. But you're still starting from square one, right? Well, yeah, the first mission, you're like, yeah, I got this shit. Then, oh god, now I lost all my shit. Okay. But it's your character. You get Metroided. Yeah, but if you're right, like, so my my lady warlock would carry over basically is what if you're you, saying. If you beat the Destiny One story, well, I'm not going to do that, so I guess not. I guess I'll be creating a new lady warlock. Well, no, I mean like it's it's not like oh you have to beat the DLC or anything or beat the raids. It's if you beat the vanilla Destiny last mission, which was like super early into the game, I'm not doing that. Then just make a new character. It's fine. That's what I'm going to do. And uh, jump on in. It's it's great. We have a clan. It's called the Mega Mix. Shocking. Good times. Uh, the raid comes out next week. Fuck. Okay. Time to get to raid ready. All right. Yep. That's that's what I've been playing. Also, that Mario and Rabbids game's pretty good, but I'm putting that away for now. Looks pretty good. I I want to switch. I'm thinking that. When I when I get some money again, that my first present to myself is going to be a Switch. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty good console. Yeah, basically. Also, did you hear all the giant bomb guys going? Oh, this game's like easy mode SOCOM or not SOCOM? Easy mode XCOM. XCOM. Yes, I did. Uh, yeah, both them and myself realized no. In fact, the the, the difficulty ramps up incredibly when you get to World Three onward. Well, all right then. Man, I I had to take a lot of breaks from that game because it is just perplexing what they want you to do. It is so difficult. But I'm I'm having fun. It's just I need to take a break from that game because it is burning me the hell out. So it's friendly XCOM. It's got a nice veneer, but it's still a dick. It's like a major dick. Cool. Like I'm, I'm the, into it. The mid boss of World Three almost made me quit the game. All right, because you're fighting this guy who's like shielded everywhere, but like one side and behind him, and you don't have a whole lot of mobility against because he's on the other side of this big map. Also, there's like 
constantly, like, all these guys that teleport around the map keep spawning in every single turn. And they all get moves. And they all can teleport to get you out of cover. Or they can even draw you out of cover. They can use a move that makes you, like, walk out of cover. And there's, like, 20 of them. It's a nightmare. I hate it. That sounds it. nuts. It was... I can't believe I actually finished that with a perfect rating. I don't know how I did that. That game's crazy. Okay. But yeah. I just need to take a break from it. It's... Oof. Well, I still say that we should take a break from this to talk about wrestling. Oh, you don't have anything you've been playing? Nah, I'm st still fucking around with Sonic Mania. I got all the Chaos Emeralds of Sonic. Now I need to beat the game as him. Yeah, did, did I tell you about what the end of that game is? Do you mean the supersonic level? Yeah. I've played the supersonic level. It's real good. Oh, I thought you said you didn't get all... Oh, I thought you no, said you just I... got all the emeralds. I just got all the emeralds in my Sonic-only run-through. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I've done... Yeah. I've No, I've gotten all the Chaos... I've done it as Sonic and Tails, and I've done it as Knuckles, and now I'm doing a Sonic-only run-through. Nice. Where I've gotten all the Chaos Emeralds, and I think I'm up to Metallic Madness. No, Lava Reef Zone. Sorry. Gotcha. Yeah, that's about awesome. it. That's basically all I've been doing. Uh, this, which is why I wanted to, before we talk about news, I wanted to uh, talk about one little wrestling thing with you at first. Uh, oh, what's that? So, I've been thinking lately, What what is your favorite Shinsuke Nakamura entrance of the WWE varieties? It's, so, uh, not counting any of his New Japan shit, because of course, you know, well, he, had those, he had those strippers. Right, it's, it's obviously it's the... Uh, the the first Brooklyn, or just, it was Brooklyn too. It's the one that we were at. Really? Okay, that's which is fair. With the, with which the is fair. Honestly, I've been thinking about it, and I think my favorite Nakamura entrance might be his very first one at uh, Takeover Dallas. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was the one where Baron Corbin jumped him. Oh no, that no, you're a horrible person for suggesting that. I am. No, I but I, I really think about it. And I wonder, and the thing I think about for me is that, like, the reason I really like it so much, I think, is because they don't have the crowd singing a song. Oh, I like the crowd singing. It's just something about just, like, actually getting to hear his song and, like, watching him do his crazy moves. It's just, like, something about it. It's like, and then maybe it's just the shock of, like, holy shit, look at this entrance. This fucking guy is here. But, I don't know. Something about it is still... I don't know if they've ever done it better than that, as much as I do love the violin from Brooklyn, Brooklyn 1. You'll just be waiting until WrestleMania. Or honestly, I'll be even honest. Like, I thought that even the entrance at SummerSlam was better than that. Because it was the same violin guy, but doing it even crazier. Yeah, but I mean, it's just, it's just special because we were there. That's what I'm getting at. Well, true. Oh, also, no. that's also, just something I that's just something I thought about is that I like Nakamura's entrance. I think that maybe the crowd singing his song diminishes it a little nope, bit for nope, me. Fuck you. Just wait until like 100,000 people are singing at WrestleMania and he comes out with a uh, a cape and a crown. And I'm saying that like don't get me wrong here. I am saying that as someone who has gleefully sung along to that song in a crowd. Mhm. Mm 
Hey, John. Yes, Owen. Wrestling Time news? for wrestling news? Wrestling news. Hey, John. Welcome to Mitomo News. Uh, tell me more. That, that's all I got. I don't, there's, yo, look at this crazy giraffe. It's, oh, it's got your face on it. Oh, God, it's got Jeff Jarrett's face. No, Jesus! It's not Is that why he's no longer part of Global Force Wrestling? I'm going to just write it into the notes now, since you want to talk about it so badly. Jeff- it's kind of important, and also, Jared. the the new turn that this has taken, from what I've heard, is fucking crazy! Now, okay, are you hearing the same stuff someone else was trying to talk to me about, and I went, I'm, no, you're not hearing, I haven't heard any of this stuff? Uh, about the, the about the, potentially, the sale of GFW to Anthem not being complete? Yeah, that's So not, Jarrett still has no. some ownership of it? That's I don't I don't buy that. Okay, that's that's, that's fair. Not, that's not what I'm hearing. I'm, I've heard okay. other things. Well, I'm I'm that's I'm glad to know that because if that was true, that would be fucking insane. Yeah, and Anthem would be really incompetent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but here's the thing, John. Like, but I'm glad to hear that they're mildly competent. Maybe. Yeah, someone was trying to tell me that uh, early, like yesterday, and I was like. Where are you hearing this? Oh, PW Insider or something? Like, no, they're they're wrong. That's no, that's okay. not true at all. At Good least not know. that I've heard. Like maybe it is, but I've not. I've heard a different story because I was checking in with people today about for the show. And so first, let's say that let's tell people that Jeff Jarrett is taking an indefinite leave from GFW for personal reasons. What those personal reasons are, we who knows? Know. It's none of our business. It's personal. However, he is still on call if they need like a creative consultant for something. So, like, if they need him, he's available, but he's not there in an official capacity at the moment. Now, here's the thing. Do you know what the GFW, or I should say Anthem, did recently. No, I don't. See, in, 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 in like, real quiet, low-key, they extended their contract with Pop through the next year. Well, right then. So they've got television for the next year. Well, that's good for them. Here's the twist. Here's the actual twist, not, There's oh. There's always a twist. Jeff Jarrett has ownership. No, here's the thing. Anthem might not want GFW anymore. <laughs> what? They cuz it is losing a bunch of money cuz no shit. Duh. Of course it is. Yeah, what did you expect when you bought Impact? So they may be looking to sell GFW. Oh Jesus. Mhm. Well, and that was fast. And you may be wondering, well, why did they extend the TV contract if they're trying to get rid of it? I mean, I'm not going to ask that because it's actually probably the smartest thing they could do. Like, Precisely. it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot more uh, enticing to sell a, uh, a wrestling company that has a t- television contract. So you could say, hey, check this out. 
we can get you on TV and you can be like ready to go doing that and like perfect. See, for example, why WCW was so fucked at the very end. And that was what I was going to say because WCW it was sold on pennies on the dollar because they did not have television. Yep, because TNT canceled them. Whereas now that they have an extra entire year of pop TV, they have more leverage in the possible sale. Absolutely. Now, is, is anyone interested? Don't know yet. Haven't heard anything about that stuff. But I do know that Global Force may be on the sales, uh, the sale block. All right, then. That's good to know. It's not, it's not, it's not confirmed or not they're publicly saying this, but that's what I'm hearing. So... Stay tuned. Hey, Owen. We might, bu- we might buy it. I was about to say, life has given us another chance to own Impact Wrestling. Why don't we just let it die? It, it should. It, it just keeps like hanging on to life just barely. It needs, needs to go away. Dude, why do you think we're going to buy it? So we can kill it, finally. Inject it with poison? Yeah. We're going to bring in Hulk Hogan again? We're gonna, we're gonna buy it so we can euthanize it. Sure, yeah. If you want to bring in, no, wait, no, no, I don't want to work with racists. No, that's why you put you make uh, Bobby Lashley the champion. To see Hogan lose his shit over it, brother. He'll turn. He'll turn. What else is wrestling news, Owen? Well, do you want more bad news? Yeah, I mean, isn't wrestling all bad news? Sure is. I watched this week's WWE television. You watched the Monday Night Raw. And the SmackDown, sort of. Hey, John, you know what we do at the end of the year? Yeah, we do a uh, best of the year and a worst of the year. You want to know a little inside baseball? I I mean, I'm sure I already know it, but since we're going to tell the audience, let's do it. Yeah, just go with the bit. Uh, we record those in advance. What? And we act like they're the actual date that they come out, because we put out episodes every week, and it's the holidays, and we kind of want to, you know, be with our families. Yeah, I mean, real talk, I I get some cool Christmas presents, and I want to play with them. Yeah, guess what? You get cooler Christmas presents, and it makes me jealous sometimes. Sorry. It's cool. I mean, it's it's not like I'm really gonna hate that you got that cool Xbox, that you got the fucking Xbox One, the year that it came out. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that happened. That was that was a really weird. There was a weird story around that one that I don't want to get into. All was, right then. I was not supposed to get it, and so it was someone else's gift. That was a friend of my parents, and then they ended up not wanting it. So then that, somehow I ended up with it. It's all right then. It's weird. Uh, but the point is, John, that you know, while we enjoy you know having the holidays and, and enjoying our gifts, Finn Balor's not going to be able to. Uh, and also, neither is anyone. Not well, anyone on Raw. Well, yeah, because for the first time ever, they're going to do a live episode of Raw on both Christmas Day and New Year's Day. All right then, because fuck. Having your family! Woo! You don't deserve a family. You do wrestle times. Remember how they say go home and be a family man? No. Show up to work, damn it. 
why are people going to go to the arena on those days? For Raw, for crying out loud. I mean, I can honestly think of worse ideas than going and seeing a Raw on Christmas. I, I can't think of many. Besides, like, drinking a, a gallon of bleach. That's pretty okay. much all I got. I, I don't, it's, it, that show's too long, John, to sit in person. I can't. Despite the fact that I'm going to in January. <laughs> I make mistakes. The point is, this is super fucked up. I, I hope this, I hope they change their mind. This is bad. What Don't is your worry, take? they won't. I was talking to somebody, and, and and they were like, well, I don't do anything on those days, so it's awesome. I get to watch Raw. And I go, I go, yeah, but you're with your family. They don't get to be with their family. And they paused and went, oh. Well, that sucks. It does suck. It definitely sucks. Like, what, that WWE's all about being with your, you know, you know, Go home and, you know, we're a family company. Raise your family, you know, family first. We're a family company. We're all about the family and the family, 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 family is the family, family. Well, I mean, at least Kevin always gets to, you know, be home with his kid. He's a family man, sir. Oh, yeah. And which we'll we'll hear all about on SmackDown. Oh, boy. He knows a thing or two about family. Speaking of SmackDown... Other news came out this week, and that is uh, that uh, everyone's least favorite announcer, JBL, especially Mario's least favorite announcer, um, he's leaving SmackDown. Ha ha! Because he is his role with his charity is expanded, and he's like, well, I don't have time for this shit. I'm gonna go and do important shit. Bye. Well, all right. That's, you know, that's actually pretty fair. Exactly. So that's not a terrible reason to leave the company in which you are a huge bully. And uh, hey, uh, at least this in doing this, maybe you can clean up your reputation a little bit. He he didn't leave the company. He's still part of it. He's still like they they say he's still going to have like a role, just not a regular television role. He'll still show up for, like, the tribute to the troops and all that stuff. All right. But do you know who his replacement is? I do, in fact, know who his replacement is. And you got very upset when I told you at first. Yeah, because I was worried that you were going to be taking Corey Graves from me as you've taken so many things from me, you piece of shit. Hey, man, you took Alexa Bliss. She wanted to come to us. Thank you. Uh, how how's that going for you? She's the champion, so yeah. How's how's that going for you? She's better than any of the other people that could be champion. She's the queen of shit mountain. Congratulations. Someone's got to be fair. Hey, John. Yeah. Corey Graves is on SmackDown. It's true. Corey Graves is also on Raw. It's also true. What is this brand split? This brand split is... Everybody but the hardest working man in the company, not named John Cena. They need to get him off Raw. They need to put him exclusively on SmackDown. 
You know why? Why? Because you get to yell Kinshasa. It felt real good. It's true. He did do that. It's... And he works so much better with uh, Bi- you know, bullying Byron like in a fun way on air. And also bullying Tom. You can't really bully Booker T is the problem. Exactly. His Booker like gets all grumpy. Or as Byron just goes, Oh man. Chucks. Yeah. Which in fairness, you know, I get it. Booker T is a, an old man who isn't here to take any of your bullshit. He is a goddamn Hall of Famer and you will treat him with respect, thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm having a I've been having a great time on this episode of SmackDown listening to Corey Gray's work with these guys. I hope he does more. I'm sure he will. I also hope he leaves Raw and they put Jerry Lawler there. I think that's not happening. Well, see, they should have all the old people in Raw and all the young people. I think that... Look, man. Corey Graves is already there anyway. He doesn't have to be. Like, why? <laughs> what else? Why else would he be there if he didn't have to do Raw? I, I meant he was already there on Tuesdays anyway. Yeah? Because he was doing 205. No, he's not. Oh, right, they did take him off that eventually. Now, no, because of this, they're taking him off of it. He is no longer on 205 Live or on Main Event. He's replaced there by Nigel McGuinness. Which is pretty cool. I think he should be the guy on Raw, though. Like, if I'm being serious, he should be the Corey's replacement on Raw. He's not ready. Well, fine, give him a couple months and then move him there. No, I want Corey. Stop fucking taking things away from me. You're a dick. John, how about this? How about you leave Nigel on 205 Live main event? Get rid of Corey on Raw. No! Let me finish. Replace him with King Carino. Is King Carino? Yes, he is in the company. He's not being used. He's at the Performance Center for some reason. I... I, I'm not... King Carino's fine. He's amazing. He's so... He is pretty much what Corey is. But slightly better. Though Corey's getting up there. I feel like the reason he's here is to be the fucking Joey Styles replacement. But he hasn't done that. He's been tra- He's been working with people in the Performance Center. Well, yeah, remember, what did Joe Styles do? Nothing. No, he did the dot-com stuff. Which now Jim, uh, Mike Roman does. He does all the interview stuff. The point is, put him on commentary. He's so underutilized, he is great. You should, you, should, you should go back and watch some of his stuff on commentary. He is so good. Oh, I, I didn't put this in the notes, but speaking of uh, Ring of Honor people, uh, you know who just recently signed with WWE? Who's that? Uh, Donovan Dijak. Hmm. He's pretty cool. Go look out for him. He's probably not going to be on TV for a while, but he's there. All right, then. And I got one more bit of news. Uh, have you been watching the Mayon Classic? Nope. Guess what? I saw one person from the Mayon Classic in uh, NXT tonight. Well, that's cool. Who was it? Uh, Zeta? 
sure. She has a weird heart pin? I don't get it. Eh, she's fine. Hey, John. Yes? The May Young Classic finals are next week. Wow, that was fast. And they're live. Okay. From Las Vegas! What? What? Uh, really? Yeah. Okay, that's sure. John, fine. SmackDown's in Las Vegas next week. So they're going to do it after SmackDown? Yes. Oh, okay. It's going it's gonna to be live from the SmackDown taping. I don't know who's in it. Because guess what? I'm, I'm not finished watching this thing yet. Oh, good. However, I am in the quarterfinals now. And I've seen one person advance to the semis, so I'm, I'm getting there. All right, then. I'm, I'm, I'm partway through the second to last episode. So by the time we get to next week, I will have watched everything. I'll watch the finals. I'll report on it. But let me tell you something, John. There are some really fucking good people over in that uh, tournament. Okay. Let me tell you. Uh, have you heard of Piper Niven? No. She's, she's Scottish. She's also, like, gigantic. Like big heavy girl, but she can move really fast. It's really cool. She's great because all her moves, whenever she like falls on you, you pretty much die. So it's great. She's she's doing really well in the tournament. I don't know if she made it to the finals or not. All right then. Uh, Dakota Kai is also really good. Tell me more. Uh, do you remember Evie when she was in XT making appearances? Not really. Cute little uh, Kiwi girl. Oh, yeah, her. That's her now. Oh, well, that's she's, cool. She's Dakota Kai. Okay, cool. She's got a cool hairstyle. She's super good. She's got this cool kick where she runs around the ring, like speeding up, and then just runs at you full speed and kicks you in the face. It's awesome. I just saw her advance to the semis. Well, how about that? Actually, no, wait. Did I say her advance? No, that's not who I saw. I saw uh, Tony Storm advance. She's great. Tony Storm is incredible. She's the Australian. She's she's the one with the little hat and like the black, the, like the eye black on the side of her face. Oh, her. Yeah, she's fucking awesome. Is she related to Lance Storm? No, she wasn't the one. Tra- Someone in the tournament was trained by Lance Storm. No. Oh. Well, how about that? Do not think it was her, because she's in Australia. <clears throat> yeah, she's she's really good. She's like the face of this thing, so she might she might be one of the people in the finals. Uh, Carrie Sane is the only Japanese girl in the tournament, and she is a pirate. I like pirates. She comes to the she comes to the, down to the ring with a pirate wheel and a hat. And then she does this elbow drop, which is fucking amazing looking. Oh, really? Have you not heard about her uh, elbow drop? No. Where she jumps up, like, super high into the air, and her whole body goes up, and her elbow goes down. That's pretty good. Like, she, like, totally, like, defies gravity with the way she does it. It's the craziest looking elbow drop I've ever seen. Like, that's why WWE got her. Because this elbow drop is the sickest thing. You should, you should look it up. It's great. She, she's probably going to make it deep into the tournament. Well, how about that? 
Um, Tessa Blanchard uh, got eliminated early, but she's really good. Man, leave Tessa Blanchard alone. What? She's great. Yeah, she. she Not you, WWE. She fought uh, Carrie Sane in the first round. The shit out of each other. All right then. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of other people. I'm not gonna like list off everyone in the tournament, but there's a lot of talent. And I hope they get signed. Also, we did not get enough of uh, Santana Garrett. She's she's fantastic. She got eliminated in the first round. Well, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there you go. Man, classic. Check out the finals. Are you gonna watch them next week? Maybe. You should watch some of the tournament. It's hit and miss. Marty Bell's, which I told you last week, she's fucking terrible. Hooray! She lost in the first round, thankfully. Hooray! But that's enough of that, John. Uh, I heard there was a Monday Night Raw show that aired. Monday Night Raw was bad, but, you know, it's always bad, so that's not a surprise, I suppose. Tell me more. I'm going to tell you about the two good things that happened on the show, Owen. Only two things out of three hours? Uh, two good things and one thing that's, that was alright, I guess. Okay. And the first good thing was the opening match. Yes. It was the John Cena versus the Jason Jordan. I don't like the way they framed it, but I, the match was good. I thought the way they framed it was actually pretty clever. But, I but problem, I enjoy John. The problem is that they rem- they remind you, hey, he's Krangle's son. I agree with you. There, the problem. The here's the thing I would say about it. I thought it was really. I thought it was a really nice idea and really well done. The problem is they brought so much fucking attention to it and made it really obvious what they were doing instead of just fucking doing it. Which is... Which is what? Which You said what they should have done. Yeah, they should have just done it instead of... Oh. They should have just done it instead of doing it and, like, completely calling out that they're doing it and being like, Hey, uh-huh. remember when this thing happened? It's like uh-huh. that, you know? Okay, gotcha. Like, I got it. And it, it was cool what that they did it, but... They beat you over the fucking head with it, and that was shitty. Yeah, and then the... I think the promo after it kind of ruined the match, too. Oh, no, we're not going to talk about the promo that happened afterwards, because the promo that happened afterwards was bad and terrible, and I wrote an about last night about how it reminded me of the 2016 elections. Like, Roman Reigns, like, pretty much buried how wrestling works. Roman Reigns pretty much buried Jason Jordan after... Fucking calling out Cena for burying young talent last week. Yeah, like this was a really good showing by Jason Jordan, and then remember, yeah, like, yeah, Jason Jordan looked around. fucking great. Like that Northern Light suplex to like the transition into another Northern Light suplex. That was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like this was a great reminder that for all of the problems that they have with Jason Jordan being a shit awful character because they're writing him to be a shit awful character and also like you know admittedly he's kind of bland and he doesn't cut a really good promo yeah but Jason Jordan in terms of a wrestling talent he is fucking incredible like there is a like I think that there's a very good reason that they were 
that he was paired with Chad Gable, and it's because like they really complement each other, and I think that they're like they're on kind of the same shit. Mm-hmm. But his friendship with Chad Gable is over and now. Shelton Benjamin's his best friend. Yeah, we'll get to that though. Okay. Or will we? No, they were not on. The same I know. Uh, yeah, that's the bummer. Anyway, uh, yeah, the the match with Jason Jordan, though, was fantastic and a great reminder. It started off kind of slow and, you know, all about, like, oh, we're doing wrestling holds on the ground. And, like, I kind of hated it at first, but then the way that the match, like, completely built up, it was like, oh, no, this makes sense. Okay, I get what they were going for. It's still, I have a bad taste in my mouth from Roman Reigns afterward. As you should, because that promo was absolutely terrible. Fuck Roman Reigns. He's awful. And then John Cena did his usual John Cena thing. But why and do you, why do you call that out though? Like why do you go, "Oh, you're just stringing him along because oh, you know, you you almost lost to a rookie." It's like, yeah, wrestling happened. Wrestling logic happened. We had a good match. Weird, right? Like no one would have enjoyed watching him squash Jason Jordan and it would have helped no one. Cuz Roman is a dipshit. Yeah, he's an actual fucking idiot. I do appreciate like though. it's it's kind of you know it's exactly I don't I hate giving the man credit, but it's like John Cena said he keeps opening his mouth and showing what a fool he is, and that's his problem. But I will give him credit for something though, John. What's that? When John Cena called out that his fly was down, he actually had a quick, legitimately funny response. Uh, I had to give him credit because he froze like hell at the previous week. It's true. Like he played it off well. It's just I mean, that he, was the that was the thing that made me realize that Roman Reigns is Donald Trump. Uh, I don't want. I don't want to talk about that. Read about it in about last night over at Pro Wrestling. Cool. I, I, I'd rather not. No, that's the other podcast. Oh, okay, my bad. Indiegogo dot space. Yes, it's a real URL. Well, if Pro Wrestling that cools a real URL, clearly that one is too. Come on. So yeah, that that opening match was really good. The mm-hmm. you know the ending part, not so much, but you know. Yeah, I know. You know. But another thing that was really good was the the main event. Which was? It was the big show versus the Bing Brong Braun Strowman. Yeah. In a steel cage match. I like those guys. I like steel cages. And this was fucking great. Who climbed out of the cage? No one. What? No one climbed out of the cage. But that's how how WWE does cage matches. They do the shitty thing like... Oh, he slammed him into the ring, and now he's going to have to walk out the door. Oh, my God. They they didn't do that? Braun Strowman just fucking superplexed the big show off the top rope. Onto a reinforced ring. A doubly reinforced ring, thank you. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he did the power slam, and he fucking pinned the big show. Wow, pinfall finish. Cool. Uh-huh. Is that it? No, he fucking threw the big show through the cage of the the, the wall of the cage. What? Yeah. That's Jesus Christ. 
Brock Lesnar's fucked. Wait, did you really not see this? No, no, I did. I'm, okay. No, I'm, I'm playing it up for the podcast. Come on. Okay. Well, I, okay. You you were doing really well there, so I was confused. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm good at my job. It was fucking great. I really enjoyed that part. Also, the match was fucking excellent, and I it boggles my mind that like somehow Big Show was able to fucking like turn into like a young super worker again with Braun Strowman, and yet every single time they've had a match, it's been fucking great. I mean, Jesus Christ, remember their first match where Braun Strowman did actual chain wrestling? Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Here's the bad news, John, though. This looks like a way to write off Big Show for a while, impossible. Oh, yes, I'm, I'm fully aware. Forever. I don't know if it's forever, I, um, I but it, I know, I've heard it's definitely going to be writing him off for a while because he's apparently going to get hip surgery. And and also, you know what else happened, John? What? Destiny 2 came out. Wait, what's that? Destiny 2 came out. Oh, right. So, yeah. You don't understand. Be a lot yeah, of do you that. understand Big Show? Like, he was the person who led the E3 presentation for these guys? Or was it E3 or was it, uh, was it, uh, GDX? I don't remember, but I do remember this happening because yes, I know the big show is a huge destiny mark. Yeah, weird. The day before the big game comes out, he's being written off. Huh. Interesting. Look, he's gotta do something while he's recovering from his hip surgery. Yes, hip surgery. Mm-hmm. He's just gonna play Destiny. I'm just saying, if this During is the surgery. Even if this is forever for Big Show, it's a pretty fucking poetic way to to end his WWE career, you know? Mm-hmm. He began it by throwing Stone Cold Steve Austin through the, through the side of the cage, and he ends it by getting thrown through the side of the cage himself. Indeed. You couldn't ask for better symmetry. Is that it for Raw? No, man, there's other things. I thought you said those were two good things. Yeah, and and I said that there was also one thing that was okay, I guess. Oh. It was the Intercontinental Championship match. Oh, Jeff Harvey. Jeff Harvey versus The Miz. Did did he rock The Miz? No, he lost. Oh. He lost clean, even. I mean, sort of, like... uh, No, that was not clean. I mean, Maurice didn't really do anything. Like, she just kind of squeezed his hand and the Miz woke up. Hey, John, you want to know why it was like that? Because Maurice wasn't fast enough in pulling him out? Uh Uh-huh. So it was not a clean finish. It just was poorly executed. It was a poorly executed in the sense that it didn't actually happen. It's like saying that there was a fast cow on Sting at Starcade 97. Yeah, that's what they intended, but it's not what happened. Fair. And that's why that company doesn't exist anymore. Oh. Look, man, I'm not happy about it either. You know I, this. I miss Starcade. Me too. They should bring that back. They should, but they won't. Yeah, I know. I mean, they should fucking bring back war games, but they won't. Hey, John, getting two rings into arena is hard work. Whatever, man. This is kind of Punjabi prison. Yeah, that's one ring. And a second ring. What? No, there's only one ring. 
German I mean, prison's the, one ring. And the big gate thing is kind of a ring. No, it's not. Come on, John. Now, if we're going to talk about crazy WCW matches uh, that, that only need one ring, then we got to talk about the Triple Cage. Now, if they brought back the Triple Cage, I'd be on board. Nope. What are you talking about? That's the one where David Arquette lost. Yeah, I'm aware. That's why, nope. Have you seen Cursed imagery. John, have you seen Raider Rumble? Cursed imagery. Have you seen Raider Rumble? Cursed imagery. That's not answering my question. I watched it on TV a long time ago. I don't remember anything about it. It's great. It's such a good movie. I remember the part where someone tells David Arquette that wrestling's fake and he beats the shit out of them. That's, that's, yeah, that, that did happen. Wrestling is, WCW was cool. Was it? Yes. Do you remember the NWO? For life. They brought it back and now it's Bullet Club and it's still cool. Japan's a weird place. Yeah, so was the 90s in America. Which is now Japan. Which is why Jeff Harvey has a career, sadly. Yeah, ten years ago, he was his last Intercontinental Championship, and then he fucked it up and didn't get another one. Whoopsies. And, hey, he got another one, and he lost. Clean. I know what you're going to say, but nope, he lost clean. It's what happened. Okay, whatever you say. It's what happened. Whatever. Move on. I don't want to talk about this. Do you want to talk about something actually terrible from Raw? No, I don't want to talk about terrible things. Do you want to talk about the tag match between Emma and Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss and Sasha Banks? Oh, no, because I do. I didn't see it, but I know the result. And uh. hey, it's a fatal four-way at No Mercy now. Why? Because they needed an excuse to put the belt on Nia Jax. Okay, okay and also now an, ex- I'm on board. an excuse to have Emma in a match that she clearly won't win. But maybe we'll sh- the, the dumb fans will shut up now. They won't. They won't shut up. Yeah, but WWE wants to believe they will. They won't. But Nia Jax winning the belt sounds cool. <sighs> She's not like most girls. I hear that about her. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, we could play it's Raw. Do you care? But here's the answer: I don't care about anything else that happened on Raw. Okay. You don't. You don't. Then you want to move on to SmackDown? <laughs> this isn't about last night. If you care, I but don't. I don't. I don't. But maybe people will want to read your thoughts because they're really fucked up, especially that politics stuff. You, you sent me a preview. I was like, this is a goddamn nightmare. But I'm going to publish it anyway. But it's an absolutely correct nightmare. That's why, I'm, that's why I published it. Hey, John? John? I'm waiting. Please answer me. Hey, John! What? Smackdown happened this week. As it does every week. Whoa. It was good. I liked it a lot. I don't know about that. Okay, tell me something you didn't like. I did not like 
Sami Zayn looking shitty again. Uh, yes. But Aiden English is looking good. And we got to hear his creepy theme. His theme is super fucked up, and we only get to hear it when he wins, and he won. He's not just using the VOD Villains theme anymore? No! Did you not... Did you not watch this, if you're commenting on it? I did watch it, I just wasn't paying attention to his theme, because I was just like, oh, fuck off. No, you should listen to it, it's super fucking weird. And you only hear it when he wins. Really creepy. But yeah, Aiden English beat Sami Zayn clean in a real fast match. Sami Zayn's pissed off. Maybe a heel turn's coming. That's great. That's exactly what we need. Yeah. Yes, we do. He needs something. I like I like him. Then he could team up with Kevin Owens. <sighs> what? I We're mean friends. He already has something is the thing. He already has being like the only actual true fucking babyface in the entire goddamn company. And instead of actually doing something with that, instead of actually building on the fucking storytelling and character work that they did for him in NXT, they just continue to be like, I is the skank guy. I don't know. Hey, John, it's as if Raw damaged him and now SmackDown doesn't have the time to develop him because we have so much talent. And for some reason, we have to pander to India. It's almost as if the whole thing was about, like, oh, SmackDown's land of opportunity. Oh, it's going to be great. We, I'm Daniel Bryan. I want Sami Zayn to be here. It's going to be great for him. Nope. I wouldn't. I don't think they've given up on Sami Zayn yet. I think they're going to have something for him. And when that comes, you'll turn your tune around. Fine. Do it soon. Because they're doing it with Ty Dillinger. I don't know about that. Hey, John, did you watch his match last week? Yeah, I did. It was super short. Yeah, it was. It was great. That was a great match. Dave, uh... Dave Meltzer gave it four stars. And I think it deserved it. Because the whole match was... Ty was hurt. Also, Barry Corby can jump in the ring at any second. So he was trying to beat... AJ Styles as fast as he could. And, you know, getting reckless like that cost him the match. That's nice. Why are we talking about last week? Well, because Ty Dillinger fought Baron Corbin because of that. And no AJ Styles was on commentary. And then Baron Corbin beat Ty Dillinger. No. Uh, of course. But AJ Styles backstage is like, Hey, guess what? Fuck Baron Corbin. He he sucks. Who cares if he beat you? Because you were supposed to answer my challenge last week. But that asshole ruined it. So how about next week, you just straight up get a title shot against me? So Ty Dillinger is getting an honest-to-God United States Championship match next week on SmackDown. And my problem with this, though, is I feel like it cements the fact that, that AJ Styles is kind of a dick. Why? Because the whole thing is like, all right, guy that I beat last week, 
Yeah, but you impress me by losing to this other person. So yeah, you can get another shot to lose against me. No, he but he pointed out that the only reason you know he won was because Ty was you know preoccupied with Baron and also got beat up beforehand. He wants him to be rested up and have an an actual shot at the title. I think it makes sense. I think this match is going to be incredible. Come on, it's it's Ty Dillinger getting a shot at a singles title on the main roster. Why aren't Look, you excited? I'm not complaining. It's gonna be great. I'm I'm see Ty Dillinger's starting to get stuff. I'm happy for him. It's the land of opportunity. Which means it's the land of opportunity for Dolph Ziggler. Nope. What? Dolph Ziggler. Speaking of people that should go away. He did go away. He's back now. It's forever, he though. Re- he re-DPU'd, though. Mm. Did you see the segment? No. He came out, to his, you know, looking normal. And he's like, oh, does this not impress you guys? Well, fuck you. And then he left. And then John Cena's music hit. And then John Cena came out. Are you not excited about John Cena? I'm waiting for the drop of it was actually Dolph Ziggler as John Cena. It was Dolph Ziggler wearing a John Cena hat. (laughs) Sounds about right, yeah. And had a fake, and just had a white towel that he was yelling at people to buy at the the camera. Alright, that's that's alright. Yeah, the crowd's like, eh. And he's he's like, what, that, you don't like that? Did it impress you? Oh boy. Fine, fuck you. And he left again. Oh boy. And then Macho Man's music hit. And this was the worst because, like, you, when you think Macho Man, what do you think of? Pomp and circumstance? Oh, I mean, yeah, that that's on the play. But you think of you know the tassels, <laughs> you know the cool jacket, the hat. His, his crazy his crazy robes that he has, or his, his jacket. And his sunglasses. Yeah, he clearly has got the jacket and the sunglasses. That that's later, Macho Man. Though, like, I could also I could also see him having like you know like remember his original heel run in like WWF where like he had like the big flowing crazy like sparkly robes. Yeah, he came out in a really ratty red robe and a, a hot girl that he was with. That I'm gonna be with. honest, I because I have seen. The pictures of that, and I thought I just looked at it as like, why is he being fucking Bobby Roode? Well, he is like, is he is he trying to feud with Bobby Roode now? No, he was trying to be a being Macho Man. That is a bad Macho Man. That's the point, John, because his John Cena impression was, "I have a hat." This was, I have a robe, kind of. I mean, at least with the John Cena impression, he he had a towel that he was yelling at people to buy. But it was That's just a, a good pl- bit. It was just a plain white towel. This one, he had a hot blonde, was the thing he had with him. He always had one piece of clothing and one prop. I don't like this. The crowd did not pop for it. He says, I thought you guys liked nostalgia shit. So he left again. And then, then you know what happened? He didn't come back. No, he, he came back one more time. Okay. Naomi's music hit. 
And for some reason, he stole Naomi's light up, light up jacket and the crazy dread that she wears to the ring. And he did a weird mashup of his entrance and Naomi's entrance with the sliding, and it was really funny. Except again, the crowd did not react. So he says, "Anyone could do this shit. No one could do what I can do in the ring. None of you appreciate that." Won't even cheer for me because I work so damn hard. Fuck you. You don't deserve me any left. For 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 good. I kinda like this crazy I mental breakdown that Ziggler's having. Don't like this. I, I like this. What don't you like about it? I I I don't know. I just I, it strikes me as crazy. That's this whole thing. I mean, not even just like I, I know. I'm I'm just having trouble coming up to words with it. It just strikes me as desperate. Like, but not like desperate in a oh man, Dolph Ziggler is desperate to be loved or something. It's like it, it strikes me as we really can't come up with anything for fucking Dolph to do or any fucking character for him because like everybody's just kind of bored of him at this point. Well, I think it's better than him just being like I'm good at wrestling. His thing is now. Fuck people who are just gimmicks and don't put in the work in the ring. Even though that's not true, he's just being a dick about it because he doesn't have a character. Him being jealous of other people having characters is pretty good. I think I like it. Especially if he keeps doing these fake entrances. Alright. And just never wrestles. Alright. What else did you like from Raw uh, Smackdown, Owen? Well, John, if, if you read my bout last night, over at ProWrestling.cool. That's a website. You, you know what I said this should lead to? What's that? You were referencing it. You said he looks like Bobby Roode with the, with that, right? Yep. I think he should fight Bobby Roode because he's mad about his entrance being so glorious. I don't want Bobby Roode to be a face anymore. Well, yeah. This will be the thing that finally turns him heel. How? I don't know. I, I, I'm not a writer. I, I just want him to just get done this and then turn heel, because he should turn heel. He had, a video, he had a video package this week showing him in NXT. It's like, this guy's a dick. Why isn't he a heel? Maybe the video package was to be like, hey, yeah, th- th- remember this guy that we've made look cool the past couple weeks? Yeah, he's actually a dick. They didn't do, they didn't do a good enough job of making him look dickish enough. Oh, well, they did that's... show us, though. As, that's pretty good. We we were on the TV because that's the new thing, John. Whenever they show a glorious sign, we're always the first one. Always. I'm I'm glad we made that sign. Uh, what else happened on SmackDown? Uh, I don't know. You tell me, man. I, I'm it's pulling, your show, John. I'm pulling up the notes. Well, Stop, maybe you should have the notes in front of you. I was reading my bout last night. Oh, I'm a, I'm in about last night. Gurp gurp. Uh, what do you think about Carmella? <laughs> Poorly. How about they made her way more compelling? Mm, you're gonna have to justify that one. Did you see any of this? No, but the, what I read of it sounded kind of awful. Well, um, she had a match with Natalia, non-title. This week. And, uh, you know, Carmella's whole thing, what is it? Oh, she's, you know, 
not that good at wrestling, but she's got a uh, a guy she's stringing around to ruin shit for her because he's, you know, we got a boner for her. That's the gimmick, right? Yeah, great. It's a wonderful gimmick. Well, recently, remember, Ellsworth's been fucking <coughs> it up by, you know, giving away that she was going to cash in during that tag match. Well, this week, while Carmel was actually having a decent match with Natalia, Ellsworth got up on the apron, and you know what he did? Handed her the briefcase. No, he he actually dropped the briefcase in the ring by accident. Oh no! And the referee's like, "Is this a cash in?" The girl like, "No, I'm not cashing in. What the hell?" And that was enough of a distraction that she got pinned. All right then. Ellsworth cost her another match. So she lost her mind and said, "Ellsworth, you're worthless. You're disgusting. You are a freak of nature, and I hate you." And we are no longer together. Get the fuck away from me. Grr, I'm so angry. Yeah, so the the Carmelsworth broke up. Except Except later in the night Ellsworth was super apologetic and said, I'll do anything, please. Uh, uh. And then Carmela says that, uh, fine, but for now on, we're doing things my way. And she gave Ellsworth the most compassionate kiss I've ever seen. It was and then slapped him. And then slapped him. I love this. This is awesome. It is now the roles have been reversed that... Instead of Ellsworth constantly chasing after her and doing whatever she he can to uh, you know, get her to like him, now she is the abusive girlfriend, and he is just trying to do everything not to get beat up. It's great. Okay. I like it. I like it a lot. It it it, it changed the dynamic of these two. It freshened it up. And it will make it awesome when Ellsworth finally turns face and leaves her. Let's make it happen, but not for a long time. Yeah, I like this. This was what Carmella needed. <coughs> this is what Ellsworth needed. This is good stuff. I like character development. It's good. Did you know that we had a main event with Shinsuke Nakamura fighting the Rain Little Snake Man? I had heard of this, that there was this certain match, yes. That they kept promoting endlessly on Raw? They sure did. They had the match. Oh, did they? It was good. It was a good match. Are you surprised that the Shinsuke Nakamura is fighting the you know, the big time guys from the past and having good matches with them on the free TV? No. He is the Nakamura. He's very good at his job. When he's motivated to have a good match. See. Aaron Corbin as an example when he's not. Well, but you know, uh, Baron Corbin. If you look at my about last night over at cool, you'll see a cool gif of Randy Orton go for an RKO. Have you seen that gif? No. He goes for an RKO, and Nakamura's like, actually, 
during this RKO, I'm actually going to grab your arm, and as we go down, I'm going to turn it into an arm bar. Pretty good. It was awesome. It was such a fluid transition. It's I love it. Nakamura is really good at those kinds of counters. He's and, a very good man at his job. Yeah. And then he said, hey, Snake Man, how about a knee to the face? And Corey Graves yelled Kinshasa, and Randy Orton got pinned clean by Shinsuke Nakamura. He now wins, and he has a title match with Jinder Mahal at Hell in a Cell. Since you brought it up, uh, I do want to talk to you about one more thing. Or since you brought up the, the man himself, I want to talk to you about Baron Corbin. Fuck that guy. I want to talk to you about the rumors going around about one of the reasons why Baron Corbin's being punished. Uh-huh. I, 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 I read this. Well, what are your opinions on this? Well, t- tell the folks what it is. So, some of the rumors going around is that apparently uh, one of the things that Baron Corbin has done uh, to not ingratiate himself with the, the, the higher ups and the brass is um, some concussion doctor guy came to uh, give a talk to WWE. Mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, gave, gave, bleh, came to give a talk to uh, the locker room. Um, so, I'm completely blanking on this guy's name, but. From everything I've uh, read about him, he is, uh, let's say, uh, to be pretty cool here, a uh, fucking charlatan. Do tell. Uh, yeah, basically, here, let me, I'm sorry, I find the name. Uh, Dr. Joseph Maroon, who, if you don't know, um, has published some studies about CTE and how he doesn't think that it's, you know, super major or anything. Uh, uh, what ha- he didn't. Ha- dis- I have a question, John. Yeah? Is he one of the doctors that cleared Daniel Bryan? No, I don't think so. He sounds like a guy who would do that. He does, um, but I don't think so because he's also busy. Uh, the thing that I didn't say there was that one of the things he did while uh, making those arguments about CTE was be paid by the NFL and not really disclose that. Huh. Well, I wonder what a former NFL player would think about this. Yeah, and apparently, as part of this discussion, it did come out that uh, Baron Corbin is part of a lawsuit against the NFL for their uh, not be really being acknowledging of the extent of CTE. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it sounds, the, the talk is that, it, you know, there are some people saying that, like, oh, Baron Corbin was very unprofessional here. And, like, other talk that I've heard coming out saying that, like, no, it was just, like, a conversation that Baron Corbin was firm and, like, you know debate arguing the facts with someone that is maybe not the most open about the fact that they have a, you know, monetary interest in denying that CTE is a major problem. Mm-hmm. And that maybe WWE, a company that also has an interest in saying that CTE is not really a problem... Mm-hmm. Might not like the fact that Baron Corbin was maybe arguing that hey, CTE is a problem, and like we got potential exposure to it from just like the minor hits in in doing you know football, and 
this is a sports entertainment, for lack of a better term, where you're doing similar things, let's say. Well, it couldn't be that the WWE's also in a lawsuit against them by former employees. Oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's not yeah. like they're in a lawsuit with certain people and they might have uh, taken away their um, their title as the longest reigning tag team champions, specifically because they're angry about this lawsuit. That sounds ridiculous. That's not a petty thing the WWE would do. No, doesn't sound Anyway, like I was wondering if you had heard anything about this Baron Corbin story. I, hadn't, I have not heard anything about it. Is not been a big topic of discussion because... Yeah, you know, the Barry Corbin stuff's kind of come and gone. He's lost a briefcase. It's he's not getting it back. Using this weird U.S. title picture thing, but also still kind of make gets made to look like shit. Yeah, that's partially him, though. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. At a point, it's kind of hard to tell where Baron Corbin's being punished ends, and Baron Corbin's just not very good begins. Yeah, I think the punishment has kind of come and gone. I think this was just a bad look that's kind of put him in the dark house, but it hasn't affected his on-screen stuff yet. Because they need heels on SmackDown right now. So he's filling that gap. We'll see. Plus, you know, I don't think it's nearly as bad as the military man thing that costs in the briefcase. Because that was in public. This was a behind-the-scenes thing. So, True. Yeah. If, anyway. I, if I hear anything, I'll, I'll make sure to mention it, but I have not. Alright, then. So that's SmackDown, right? Um, no, there's one more thing. Um, John? Yes. Um, you're forgetting about a little man called Kevin Owens. Oh, right. That whole thing happened, didn't it? Yeah, I saved the biggest thing for last. Because oh it boy. lasted the entire show. And holy shit, if it wasn't for John Cena and Roman Reigns, this would be the biggest program in the entire company. And it might actually still be, depending on where they go with it. So... Remember that Carmella and Ty match I told you about? It was supposed to kick off the show. But Kevin Owens came out. And he's like, uh, I'm the referee of this match now. Because that's what Kevin Owens does now. Apparently he's now the referee of all the matches. I'm into it. He's the king of headlocks. He's the king of referees. The referee master. Jay McMahon disagrees. He's like, no, not we're not doing this. Not okay. And, uh, ah, what do you know, Shane? Ke- and Kevin Owens is like, well, why are you always hogging the goddamn spotlight? Why does it always have to be about you? Uh, what, did Daddy not pay enough attention to you when you were get- when you were growing up? Oh, I've got to jump off these high things and my dad will love me. Uh. He actually didn't mention him jumping off the hell in a cell. Well, he's got a point there. Let's but be honest. He's like, and you got to have your kids coming out and dancing with you to the ring. And that kind of pissed Shane off, so I don't talk about my kids. Which Kevin Owens knows you don't do, because he has a son. What is this fucking weird McMahon obsession with, Don't you ever mention my kids, Well, it's, 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 it's a general thing. Don't talk to me or my son ever again. You know, that's how the saying goes. 
Yes, I'm aware of the memory. Yeah, but but yeah, you don't bring up a person's kids or like threat or like you know talk shit about them because you're gonna get your ass kicked. It's just how it works, John. Remember, uh, the it was it the Miz or it was somebody who mentioned uh, Danny Bryan's kid when when she was just born, and Bryan's like, "Don't you mention her again, or I'm gonna kill you." It's it's a thing. Miz was scared of damn Brian. Yeah, Miz is cool. Miz Miz kind of sucks. Fuck no, he doesn't. I mean, he he's getting better. Again, he's getting better again. But let me get back on topic, John, because what happened was that uh, Shane's like, "Well, I'm in your shit because you're trying to cheat to get a title, and that's not cool." Also, you don't want authority figures to get in the way of you and championships. Uh, what happened on Raw? How did you win the US Universal Ch- title? Hmm. You remember that? Never happened. Yeah, Triple H helped him win the title. We, we all saw it, John. No idea what you're talking about. One of the best things was before that, Kevin Owens saying that he wishes he was still on Raw. And the crowd booed it. Because they hate Raw. It was really funny. It's, it's I, I just love how you know loyal SmackDown fans are that go to these shows. Like they hate Raw. For, <laughs> it's great. But uh, yeah, that happened. Uh, then Kevin Owens says, "Well, I wish you died in that helicopter crash." That happened in January. Or not January, in July. Dun-dun-dun! You remember that, right? I do. And it was like, we, w- we would all be better off if you had died. Especially your wife. And especially, and most especially your kids. And whoopsies, he mentioned his kids again. And that caused Shane to just lose his mind and beat the shit out of him and tackle him over the announce table and just Continually pummel him until security and Danny Bryan get him off. Which again, I think is pretty dumb that you should have died in helicopter crash. Oh, oh that's mean of you. Well, yeah, Your kids. But John, that's the way things go. You can always attack. You can always attack the person, but if you attack their loved ones that aren't able to defend themselves, that's fucked up. It's always been the way things work. That's why superheroes have secret identities. Protect their loved ones. And when their loved ones are used as, you know, things to hurt, to be attacked, to cause them pain and suffering, then it's an issue. And Shane's in the right for doing that. I think Shane's 100% in the right, and the crowd agreed with me. I'm not saying it like he's not in the right, I'm just giving him shit for, like... My kids being the lion. Well, if being a dad does that to you, you know? Danny Bryan knows that very well. Because Danny Bryan was talking to him backstage saying, Listen, the Miz was giving me a bunch of shit, and I almost murdered him, especially after that talking smack segment where he's like, "I, You can't wrestle anymore. <laughs> but it was Shane who stopped him because that's the line we have to draw as... A, you know, as employees, we got to 
not lay our hands on our own superstars. We can't be doing that shit. And, uh, Kevin Owens is like, well, guess what? Fuck you guys, I'm gonna sue! For assault. Because he can do that, because his employer attacked him. I'm into it. And, he's gonna, and he says, it's, SmackDown's gonna become the Kevin Owens show, because I'm gonna own it now. I'm into it! And Daniel Bryan later at night got a phone call. And he had to go out to the ring and tell Shane, uh, I got bad news. Your dad called. You're suspended indefinitely, because this shit's fucked. But yeah, Shane, Shane's gone, and the crowd, the crowd actually chanted, Shane, thank you, Shane, to him as he was leaving. Which was really funny. But yeah, everyone's sad that Shane's gone, including me. And at the end of the show, we were revisited by Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan. Kevin Owens... Oh, Daniel Bryan was like, uh, look, see, he's suspended now, everything's fine. Kevin Owens was like, actually, no, they're not fine, I'm still gonna sue you and I'm gonna own this show, cause fuck all y'all. And then, Daniel Bryan dropped the bombshell. Did, did you hear this? Yeah, but tell the audience. Mr. McMahon is coming to SmackDown next week. What? In his first appearance since the Raw After Mania. And his first appearance on SmackDown, I think, since the brand split. And even before then. But yeah! Next week's gonna be great! It's, it's, a, it's essentially a pay-per-view. It's Sin City SmackDown. As they're billing it. We got three title matches, and we got Mr. McMahon! We have Natalya versus Naomi. We have for the women's title. We have the Usos versus the New Day, which they announced the stipulation. Do you want to guess what it is? I I know what it is. It's a Sin City Street Fight. Yeah, it's not. It's not a Uso Penitentiary match. Sorry, John. Sorry, we we tried. And uh, Styles against Dillinger. SmackDown's gonna be great next week. I'm excited. That's it for SmackDown. I give it a two big thumbs up. Eh. Are, are you not thrilled by the SmackDown? No. Okay. What, what, what do you guys have promoted for Raw next week? D who gives a shit? Oh, okay. Was, was the NXT good? Yeah, it was pretty good. It was mostly a bunch of squash matches, honestly. That's, that's, squash matches can be fun. Tell me about them. Uh, before I tell you about them, I have uh, some an update with some news for you. Breaking news? Uh, no. Let's see when the news happened. Was, um, was it during this recording? No, it actually happened a couple days ago. Oh, right, that's less exciting. Yeah, it happened on Monday, apparently. Oh. Hey, guess what, Owen? What is it, John? The, uh, Triple A, uh... Oh, yeah. God, what's the fucking name of that title? The, uh, the Triple A, uh, Reina de Reinas Championship, uh, formerly held by Sexy Star, and I say formally because it's now vacant. Yeah, I heard about this. I, I didn't know if we were talking about Sexy Star anymore, because fuck her! We're going to talk about this because she got what she deserved. As she should. Tell, tell me. Fuck sexy star. That's about it. She's 
fired by AAA? No, but she's just had the title stripped from her. Standard? Um, does not seem to say, but... Did Rosemary tell her that she should have died in a helicopter crash? She did not. She's got more class than that. Uh, okay. That's kind of weird. That's a weird statement to say about Rosemary. Ah, uh, you know. Okay. Yeah, point being, it's un- still unclear what's going on with Sexy Star, but oh, she's it, definitely it's not very, the champion anymore. It's very clear what's going on with Sexy Star. She fucking sucks and she shouldn't be in wrestling anymore. Oh, I, well, that's very clear. I more meant the if AAA is going to continue to employ her part. They, sh- they should not. They shouldn't. But no one might. should. Again, they shouldn't, but they might. They shouldn't. I don't disagree. Anyway, let's quickly run through NXT. It was fine. Okay, let's do it. Cesar Bononi had a match. A guy? He's a guy. He got his dick kicked off by Cien Almas. Yeah. Did he look cool doing it? Yeah, he did. Did his lady yell at him? Uh, she did, and also she was on commentary for the match. Oh, that's cool. She fucking ripped out Percy Watson's heart at one point, and it was really good. Wait, what? Uh, Percy Watson made some comment to her about something I don't even remember, and she just, like, fucking threw it back on him and told him how fucking terrible he is. Oh, I thought you meant he- Basically called him out for being awful at commentary. Oh, I thought you meant she literally ripped his heart out and we were turning into Lucha Underground. No, just told him that he's fucking terrible at commentary and it made me very happy. Good. He deserves it. And she totally did scream at him from the commentary table. Yeah, okay. It was great. Good. Good stuff. She screamed at him to finish the match and he did. Good. He won with the Samurlock DDT. I think Cien Almas is a cool bro. I love this heel turn. Very good. He he's exactly in the position he needs to be. So backstage, uh, first of all, they they said at the beginning of the show that hey, you guys, Oscar's uh, got a, a big statement. We're gonna hear about her future later. Um, so we have Lady waiting outside her dressing room to see if she can interview her. And she gets interrupted by the Velveteen Dream! Did, did she interview him properly this time? No, she didn't. Fuck. And that's why he left. Fuck. He basically came to say that I'm not going to say anything because this isn't the proper venue. I'm not talking. It was great. I love you, Velveteen Dream. Great. We need more of him. Anyway, Lars Sullivan had a match. I just thought of something, John. Mm-hmm. Which, how much does Velveteen Dream weigh? I don't know. Because he's got this thing about purple. I kind of have a feeling he should go to 205 Live. He is more than 205 pounds, I believe. Damn. You Which, thank God. But he's also, got- you want to send him to the Cruiserweights? What, are you trying to get him fired? I'm trying to help them. Oh, and... They're pushing Enzo Amore to fight Neville. There is no helping them. There is only hell. But you know what did happen? 
mid, go on. Mid-match PowerPoint presentation. Go on. Drew Gulak is the best. Okay. I saw a gif of him doing a PowerPoint presentation in the middle of a match. Okay. The League of Heels people told me we should probably get him for our show. To do that. We're, we're, we're working on it. Does Drew Gulak know what a video game is? Yes. He's from Philadelphia. He's cool as shit. He is not in the 2K game, though. Being cool as shit. And being from Philadelphia are not mutually exclusive. He'll turn. John, t- tell me more about this, the NXT. Lars Sullivan had a match. I like him. He had a match, a handicap match against three people whose names I have no idea. Didn't matter. I'm not them. sure they even said them. Doesn't matter. He killed them. Not only that, but Lars Sullivan was like, I want to fight all three of you at once. The Mary killed him. Yeah, that's what happened. I, I, li- I like this. He's like mini Braun. The segment was like 45 seconds. Wow, that that's long? That's an exaggeration, but it was really short. I was going to say 45 seconds, that's pretty long. Anyway, so uh, then we have a, a weird video promo of Sanity that was very hard to watch because, like, the video quality was really shit. Like, intentionally or unintentionally? Intentionally, I'm sure, but it still was bad, mm-hmm. and I was very confused. It looked like they were lying down somewhere. Hmm. Nikki Cross laughed a bunch. Uh, the ending was Alexander Wolf screaming, CHAOS! That part was pretty good. Uh, I like I like them. Are they still faces? I don't know. Okay. Were they ever faces? Yeah. They were faces in that ma- match. Were they? Yeah. They were. They they played at the play the phases in that match at Takeover. Alright. Pretty sure that if if you're having hot tags, you're pretty much the faces. And that Alexander Wolf hot tag was pretty good. Anyway, uh Zeta from the May Young Classic had a match. Who? She's got a a, a heart that she's got pinned on her her chest and then she takes it off and she shows it to people? I don't remember her. I don't, I had no idea what was going on and I was very confused. Who'd she fight? She got her fucking ass kicked by Sonya Deville, thank yeah, you. Yeah, Sonya Deville's great. Someone should yell finish her when she when she's about to hit her finisher. No. Yes. No. No. Fine. No fun allowed, then. Speaking of no fun allowed, here's a match that Owen would hate. Fuck this Because he match. hates Cassius Ono and Hideo Itami. I, I don't hate Hideo Itami. I didn't like him when he didn't have a character. You now, leave Cassius Ono alone. Fuck you. I fuck Cassius Ono. 
No, he's fucking great. He was great in this match. He's fat. He looks fucking awesome. Fat. He beat the shit out of Otami. This was a really what? fun no disqualification match. Wait. They justified the stupid sounding ending very well. What? What's so, ending? it's a no DQ match, and if you remember, uh, last time they had a match, uh, Kashizona won by disqualification when Hideo Itami kicked him in the dick! Yeah? Well, this time, uh, Kashizona won the match after kicking Hideo Itami in the dick! Huh. The Undertaker special. In fairness, though, Atom or uh, what's his name, uh, Cassizona went for uh, for the rolling elbow. Uh, Atami grabs him, tries to kick him in the dick. As you do, uh, dude. Ono's able to stop it. Fucking does a counter on him, and then uppercuts him in the balls. Word. And then he hits him with the. Uh, the rolling elbow and wins. Okay, sounds cool. Yeah. See, I'm I'm okay with Hideo. Kashizono still needs to win me over. Kashizono is great. He looks super awesome in this match. This is strong style as fuck. He's fat. I don't care. Stan Hansen is fat. Stan Hansen. Are you going to tell me that Stan Hansen sucks? He has a really good lariat. And fucking Chris Hero, Cassizono, has awesome rolling elbows. Okay. I'll, I will keep an eye on him, and I will let you know. It's why he has a shirt that says, I feel like elbow. That's a dub shirt. I don't understand that shirt, but I'm into it. John, I will let you know when my opinion on him changes. However, I don't hate Hideo Tommy right now. He is great. Speaking of things that suck, the ending sucked. Of SmackDown. Because it What's was... What's wrong with SmackDown's ending? SmackDown's ending was fine. Fine, sorry. NXT. Okay. Let's say, SmackDown's ending was fine. Nakamura It's won. late and I'm tired. What do you want from me? I want you to finish this. The Asuka announced that she's dropping the title and moving on to bigger and better pastures. Good. The whole thing was just, hey, isn't Asuka great? Here's Ember Moon coming out and they hug for a bunch of time in the ring and cry. Okay, I hate that part. Here's the part where everybody comes out to the, where the entire fucking locker room comes out to the stage and is, is cheering, thank you, Asuka. Kayfabe is dead. Here's the part where Dad comes out and gives her a bunch of roses and she starts crying. Dad? Yeah. Dad showed up? You know who Dad is, of I course. Know. That's great, I like Dad. You didn't know that Dad showed up? Oh. Yeah, man. I knew Regal was there, I didn't know Dad was there. Oh no, the very end is Dad showing up. Dad's of course, like, for, for people that are very confused right now, it's Triple H. Come on, it's Triple H. Yeah. It's Dad. Oh yeah, Dad It's NXT's up. Dad. Raise your hand and whisper in here, we're gonna make a fucking ton of money. Make so much money. Yeah, Dad shows up and gives her a, a bouquet of roses, and she's all crying and hugging him. And bowing to him. Also, it's, it was very sweet. Also whispered, you're gonna go to both rosters. She's gonna win both belts. You know that, right? She's gonna win both belts. At least be something interesting. Yeah, in both either belts. of these women's divisions. She gets both belts. Let's go. 
that would be the only thing to justify why this whole segment was basically just let's Jill Oscar off a whole bunch mm-hmm. and talk about how she's better than everybody else. Here's my idea. This, now this this part I'm just making I'm just bullshitting because but I w- want her to actually win both belts. What if she wins both belts and from now on she has to fight a person from Raw and a person from SmackDown at the same time on a two in a two on one match for both belts? That'd be weird. And that'd be the only way she could lose is having two people fight her. That'd make no sense, but okay. None of this makes sense. <clears throat> I guess when you put it that way, Owen, in wrestling, nothing is true. Everything is permitted. Yes. And that's why we need to stop this show. Indeed. Oh, and this has been Heel Turner, production of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. And it's a website where we write cool stuff and have stats and other fun things. Yeah, I need to go figure out what to do about vacant titles. I did not build in a thing for that. Whoopsies. Dude, you have to put in the most important wrestler of all time. Yeah, I'm, I'm going... A. Bayans. I mean, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a vacant per- character for it. Don't worry, I'll take care of it. A Bayans. What? Remember when they kept saying the title was in abeyance after... Daniel Bryan's bullshit with uh, I, try, I try to forget that. That was terrible. I'm just gonna say Vacant has the title. Abeyance. You know what must be done. Follow WWE Vacant on t- Twitter. They're probably super stoked about being the NXT Women's Champion. Yeah, probably. Anyway, uh, hey, in case you also didn't know, we do this podcast live every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern over at Mixler. I almost said t- combine Mixler and Twitch into some weird, horrible amalgamation. What, th- what could that be? Mitch.tv. Yeah. Mitch.tv. It's like Justin, but Mitch. Shit, I need to see if that's available. <laughs> Mixler.com slash Zonecast or Twitch.tv slash Ozone Online. We go live every Wednesday at 9 with our, our dumb pre-show thing before we do the actual show. Isn't that great, Owen? It's, it's not great. Nope, that's not a URL. Oh, you, sh- you, sh- you should have said cool. But you want to know what our actual URLs? Fuck. Mitch.tv is not available. Damn it. Well, you know what else isn't available, Owen? What? Facebook.com slash PWDOTC or twitter.com slash the heel turn because we own both of those yeah we also own Indiegogo or space. i guess we rent them from the facebook and the twitter i don't know how eulas work don't worry about it we did a we did a live facebook uh, video once we did we've we've done them a couple times yeah i mean that's the first time we did the podcast on well facebook. yes we might do that again in the future when internet's not having issues like it was tonight internets are dumb you know this is dumb? Following you on Twitter at IamJohnGM? Yeah, how did you know I was going to say that? Because it's real dumb. It's almost as dumb as following me on Twitter at the underscore ozone. I don't know. It might be dumber. I mean, I tweet more than you do. It's like I said. Fair enough. But John, next time we convene, we're going to be one step closer to No Mercy, which is... Crazy pay-per-view. 
Yay! Smack- I'm excited. SmackDown's gonna have its Sin City SmackDown pay-per-view. I am excited. Mr. McMahon showing up. It'll be fun. And uh, I bet some real dumb news will happen in the meantime. But uh, that's it for this week. We'll be back next week with another ep- live episode of Heel Turn. And until then, y'all come back right here. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.